Good morning. My name is Eric. I am one of the elders here at New Life. So just thank you for joining us this morning and um, hearing me open God's word. So we're in Advent. We're in the second week. This week we're going to look at peace. Um, Advent is a time to both remember Christ's birth and prepare for his second coming. So on this uh, second Sunday of Advent, we're going to look at peace. And I want to ask you, where do you find your peace? Something we're going to look at today. Where, where do I find my peace? It's funny, as I was preparing this sermon this week, a friend on Facebook posted, and it was kind of that question. It was a little crass, but it was kind of that question. Where do you find peace? And uh, the comments he got were, well, you know, I go to the gym, or I eat, or I party, or, you know, before I was pregnant, I cleaned the house. Now I just lay in bed and cry. Um, and it's interesting, as, as I was reading those comments, you know, in this world, where do we find peace? We look to money. Well, if I just have enough wealth, then I'll... You know, I'll be at peace. Uh, maybe we do, you know, at work. Well, if I just get this far ahead, I'll find peace. At school, if I do this well, then I'll have peace. And drinks and partying are, you know, in this world, and we see John wrote in First John two fifteen through 17, he says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of flesh, the desires of the eyes, the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. And then you look at... <clears throat> the things of God, right? Let me find peace in God. How do we find peace in God? Well, maybe it's through our Bible reading. It's through our quiet time. It's through prayer, through meditation. Maybe some people go on retreats and just get away. And maybe it's something as simple as, as going camping, right? Or going on a hike, getting out into nature, and just reflecting on what God is doing in your life. We see in Romans 12, 2, he says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. So finding peace in Christ how do we find peace in Christ? Well, if you have your Bibles, please open to Ephesians 2. Pastor does a great job of uh, putting it on the slides, but I didn't have time to make slides this week. Ephesians 2, 11 through 22 says this. Actually, we'll start at 14, rather. For he himself is our peace who has made us both one 
and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. By abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and he preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him, we both have access in one spirit to the Father so that then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by his spirit. So we see there in verse 14 and 15, for he himself is our peace. Jesus is our peace. And then he goes on to say, I'm making peace with the Father for you on your behalf. Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He says in verse 16, And might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. One body. See, now he's talking about a couple things there. One, the Jewish people and the Gentile people coming together in Christ as one person, one body. We see this, um, Paul writes it to the Corinthians, the Romans, the Ephesians, that as in Christ we are one body, his church. We also see here through the gospel, I'm sorry, through the cross, which linking it to the gospel, the good news of what Jesus has done to make this peace that we have with God now. Verse 17, and he came and preached peace to you. He preached peace. He's not only just making peace, he's preaching peace. And we see this in John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your hearts, let, let not your hearts be troubled, neither afraid. He's preaching peace to us too. So he's preaching peace. He's bringing us together as his family, as his body. And then he's making peace with God the Father on our behalf. And then in verse 18 through 20, 22, Paul uses this holy temple, right? This, this construction, this building on the foundation of the apostles and prophets Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. What's the holy temple? It's where God dwells. 
So he's making, we're, we're getting this peace through him to the Father, and at the same time, he's making us a dwelling place for his spirit. Romans 8, 6 says, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Amen? So then, at this point, what is peace? Well, peace is freedom from disturbances. Right? It's a state of quiet peace. Scripture says this, be still and know that I am God. Peace. So how do we walk in this peace that Christ gives us? Well, Jesus said it best. He said in John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. How do we find peace in Christ? Abiding in him. Just like we talked about in the beginning here. You know, do we run after money, work, school, all these things? Or do you take the time to read scripture, have quiet times, meditate, journal, find that time with God. I am the vine, you are the branches. He goes on to say in John 15, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit so to prove to be my disciple. Walking in peace, in the peace of Christ, we need to be with him, abide in him, dwell with him, make time, spend time with Jesus. If you have your Bibles, you can open to Colossians 3 with me. Colossians 3, verse 12 through 17. says this, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive and above all these, put on love, which, abides, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another with in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, with thanksgiving in your hearts 
to God. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, loving one another, forgiving one another. We're not perfect. None of us are. We all sin, falling short of the glory of God. But we need each other as we're the body of Christ. That's why we talk about community groups so much and push that and want people in the groups because we need each other. When we choose worry rather than faith, we cannot live in peace. See what I'm saying here? The opposite of peace is worry. The opposite, it's anxiety, right? It's not that quiet place. When we choose worry rather than faith, we cannot live in peace. Philippians 4, 4 through 7 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving in your thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When we're walking with the Lord, um, and we have this awareness in our hearts, and we can abide in him and walk with him, we find that peace. But just as Peter, when he saw Jesus walking on water, and he said, okay, if that's you, it's a ghost. If that's you, call me out. You know, and he took his eyes off of Jesus, and he started sinking, right? And that's what happens in our lives, too. So we take our eyes off Jesus, we start sinking in anxiety and worry rather than being in that place of peace. Proverbs 12:20 says, "Deceit in the heart of those who devise evil. Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but those who plan peace have joy." So when we walk in this, we have joy. And why wouldn't we? When we fix our attention on Jesus by faith, we find great joy. You know, Paul ends a lot of his letters, he begins them too, with peace. Says in 2 Corinthians 13, 11 through 12, finally, brothers, rejoice. Aim for restoration, confront one another, agree with one another, live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. 
when we develop a lifestyle of making the Lord our refuge, when we go to him, we begin to live in the peace of God. Psalm 46, 46, 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 62, 8 says, trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your, your hearts before him. God is our refuge, a refuge for us. When we walk with Jesus, when he becomes our refuge, we dwell in that place, abiding in him, digging into his word. We can find peace. And although everything that's going on in life right now and around the holiday season, we can still find peace. And I just want to encourage you to walk with him, to go to him, to plead with him, to find that peace. Second Thessalonians 3.16 says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you. Will you join me in prayer? Lord, thank you for this time. We pray for your peace in our lives. Lord, we want to know you more. We want to be transformed into your image. We truly care and love you, Lord. And we ask that you would dwell with us, that we could abide in you, that we can find that true peace. Lord, we love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.